And now, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Grumpy Chunk. I never told you that story, huh? How long we worked together? 15 years. You didn't know that? I never told you that story? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, my name is Grumpy Chunk. This is the Grumpy Chunk program. Uh, running the boards, doing a great job of production. Producer extraordinaire, Mr. Mickey Dolan. Scott, the intern, is running the, uh, he's running the YouTube and the Facebook, which we, we thank him for. <laughs> That's a task I don't want. I can tell you right now, I don't want that task. So, uh, I, so before we were getting on the air, I was, uh, I was in the break room getting some coffee before we came into the studio to record the show, right? And Mickey Dolan overheard me talking to the receptionist who asked me about the Hemingway PBS series that was on the other night, right? And I had made the comment that when I was younger, I entered the Hemingway lookalike contest down at Key West. And Mickey Dolan, you told me, he said you never heard that story. I never told you that? All the time that you and I have been working together, I never told you that story. All right, I might as well, since I already got anybody listening to the podcast right now is going, uh, what's this story? This is a story? Yes, it is. So I think it's like 1988, maybe 1989. My buddy uh, Darren and I, we thought we'd go down to Key West and enter ourselves into the Hemingway Lookalike Contest. The, the, the problem was, is that we were young and we didn't look like the old Papa Hemingway. So if you, if you, if you know Ernest Hemingway, the old Papa look is... You know, you get the sweater that's bunched up under the under the chin. You have the white beard, the white comb over, white mustache, okay? But Darren and I both kind of looked like Hemingway when he was young, like young, young. <laughs> mustache, comb over, that's it. No beard, no sweater. So we thought we would go down to Key West. This is, uh, yeah, I want to say this is 88, maybe 89. And we go down there. Drive down. Now, if you've ever been to Key West, it is beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. But the, a couple of things you need to know about Key West is that they really love Jimmy Buffett. Really love Jimmy Buffett. Okay? Every radio station you turn on, Jimmy Buffett's playing. <laughs> there was one station dedicated solely to Jimmy Buffett. It's like listening to Sirius, the Jimmy Buffett channel, but it's all, it's, you can't turn it off. It's, it's insane. It is a, it's a great drive. You get to see a lot of ocean, the Caribbean, all the little keys or islands, you know, until you get down to the main, the main islands, right? So my buddy Darren and I, we get down to Key West. We go to Sloppy Joe's. You know, ha, we, we have one drink. I'm not a drinker, but I'm down at Sloppy Joe's in Key West. That's where Hemingway drank. I'm going to have a drink too. So I did. So did uh, my buddy Darren. And then we found the guy that was in charge of the contest. And we filled out all the forms, all the other, other noise, right? And we went to enter ourselves in the contest. So the registrant, he's looking at us like we're crazy. We're not even close to looking like Hemingway. That wasn't the point, right? We're, we're not there looking like old Papa. We're looking there like young Papa. And I even had a picture of young Papa to show him. I, I held it up to my face. I said, look. Here I got a picture of young Papa and me. I was like, what do you think? This is, this is me, man. He was not having any of it. At first, he refused to let us enter the contest. 
And we kind of we were like kind of like we drove all the way down here. We didn't drive all the way down there to go to Sloppy Joe's and have a drink. We came down there to enter this contest to look like Hemingway. We got it. We got it. No, 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 no. We argued and we argued and we argued. And finally, I think just I think the I think the registrant guy who who by the way he looked like Hemingway too. Everybody down there looked like Hemingway. Old Papa Hemingway. Regardless, I think he let us in just to shut us up. He probably thought, well, look, I'll shut these guys up. They'll get in the contest. They can say they were in the contest, and that's it, right? First round of the Hemingway lookalike contest, we both get blown out. (laughs) We get up there, blown out. Just bam. No, 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 no. And there were just people screaming at us, no. It's like, (laughs) because there's only one Hemingway. There's only one Ernest Hemingway, and that's Papa from Key West, right? My buddy Darren and I were kind of, we were kind of, it was like, okay, we entered the contest. We can say we did. We had a drink of Sloppy Joe's. Now we got a really long drive back. <laughs> and we did. We All right, because well, we're not going to stay because Key West is expensive. It was expensive in the 80s. I can't imagine what it's like now. So we got in Darren's car, we turned around, and we went back. (laughs) That's it. That's the Hemingway story. That is Grumpy Chunk's Hemingway story. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Is it interesting? I don't know. But it was just just funny to be denied just because we didn't look like old Papa. I think (laughs) my buddy Darren, who I haven't talked to Darren uh, since the early 90s, so we've lost touch. But I'll tell you, that, that was an experience. That was an experience. Just to go down there and be part of it was cool. To be blown out in the first round. <laughs> you know what? I would have hated to get down there and get down to the last round, the last guy, and all of a sudden you get blown out. But no, you blow us out in the first round. That's all right. I even, you know what? We didn't even stay around to see who won. We just, we just bailed. We said, all right, we'll turn around. It's a long drive. You got the 11-mile bridge. Then you have all the keys. I mean, it's, it's a long drive. So anyway, so there you go. So that's my Hemingway story. <laughs> so, so so let's get to today. Let's get to this show. I normally like to say, okay, here's what we got going on right out of the box, but you you had to drag up my uh, Hemingway story there, uh, Mr. Mickey Dolan, who still does not have a microphone, by the way. I, I've, I keep asking, and they keep saying no. So that's nice. So on today's program, the Grumpy Chunk program, we do have an email of the day. We're going to be busting that out. Also, you hear those sighs? Those sighs are I gave in. I gave in. My consultants, uh, Mr. Tan and Mr. Panama Jack, grumpy. Just can you try doing a movie review? Can you try doing a movie review? It's like, really don't want to do a movie review. You know how many movie reviews are on YouTube or the internet? Everybody does movie reviews. <laughs> and <laughs> the reason I'm laughing is because they don't know what I have up my sleeve. <laughs> I'm going to do your movie review, brah. You ain't going to like it, but I'm going to do it. I watched a couple of movies. Matter of fact, I'm going to do two movies. Two movies. And I'm going to compare them. One is... Get this. Ready? Are you ready? Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, and FDR, American Badass. (laughs) 
Bell wanted me to do some like awesome movies. I know I picked two dogs, man. <laughs> so anyway, so I'll be doing my movie review just a little bit later. That'll be great. That'll be fun. What do you think there, Mickey Dolan? <laughs> Mickey Dolan just rolled his eyes. He's like, oh, no. Why do you got to do that, Grumpy? Oh, Chunk, why do you have to do that? Why do you have to buck management? Why don't you just do what they say? You know why? I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly why I don't do what they say. Are you ready? Okay, and this is, and if you're, if you work, if you work in any job where there's the field of management, if you ever need their help for anything, you ever need anything from them, they're going to find a way to give you some advice that means nothing. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. When I went down to talk to, talk to Cockroach about getting you a microphone, Mr. Mickey Dolan. Mr. Mickey Dolan needs a microphone. And I went down there and I talked to him. This is what he said. I said, look, we really need a microphone for this guy. People think I'm talking to myself. And he's right here. What is the deal? And you're not going to let me, they're not going to let me get some just basic microphone. I can't just go and buy a $5 microphone and plug it in. No, no, no. They won't allow that. You see what I'm saying? They have to choose it. I can't just do that. They have to choose it. That's why I haven't just done it. So I look at Cockroach and I said, I need a microphone for Mickey Dolan. And he says, it's not in the budget. There's nothing I can do. And I said, well, what do you expect us to do? Hear that question. Here's the question. Quote, what do you expect us to do? End quote. His response, do better. Do better. That's the intense sage advice I got. Do better. Do better. Imagine, imagine yourself trying to find the meaning of life. And you travel all over the world. And finally, you think to yourself, you know what? Tibet. Tibet's the place. I'm going to find the meaning of life in Tibet. I'm going to get all razor's edge on this. I'm going to see the Dalai Lama. I'm going to find out what the meaning of life is. So you go to Tibet, and you start climbing the mountains. It's you, a guide, and a goat. And this goat is carrying your stuff. And finally, you get to a point where the goat can't go any further. And it's you and the guide. And now you got to carry the stuff that your goat just once carried. And you continue on leaving the goat behind and you continue and you continue and you climb and you climb and you climb and you're, you're heading for the promised land because you know that once you get to see the Dalai Lama, once you get to the top of the mountain, he's going to give you some sage advice. He's going to tell you the meaning of life and you keep going. And as you continue the guide, he's the guy who knows all the language. He's the guy who knows where to go. He can't go on any further. He broke a leg. He fell down. And now he, he has to stay there. Hopefully somebody will come and get him, but you need to continue on. And now you're carrying your stuff. You don't know the language. You're climbing that mountain, and you're on your way to the promised land to see the Dalai Lama so he can give you sage advice about your whole existence, about what the meaning of life is. And you get to this big room, this big palace, on the top of a, of a mountaintop near Mount Everest, because you can look at Mount Everest from where you are, and you see, the, you see the snow, you see the wind. There's no birds. There's no animals. Nobody can live at this height, only the Dalai Lama. And you walk into this big palace, 
and there he is sitting there, and you walk up, you're disheveled. You've been through hell. And you look at the Dalai Lama, and he looks at you. He even knows your name. He says, why have you come here? And you reply, I, I want to know what the meaning of life is. And he looks at you, black eyes, dark. He's looking down at you. And you, you feel like he's piercing your soul. And these words come out of his mouth. Do better. Do better. And you've gone all that way. And that's what you got? <laughs> I'd be like, hell no, bro. What do you mean? I came all the way up here and you're telling me to do better? Oh, no. You do better. Come up with something better than that. And you know what would have been better than that? Let me tell you something. Hungry Howies. And y'all think I'm playing right now, but I'm not. Because I'm not going to climb all the way to a mountaintop or go down to Cockroach's office for them to tell me to do better. What I'm going to do is I'm going to say, okay, fine. You take your do better and you can shove that. I'm going to go to Hungry Howie's, home of the original flavored pizza crust. I'm going to choose from eight of the mouth-watering uh, crust flavors, uh, butter, butter cheese, asiago, ranch, onion, Cajun, sesame, or garlic herb. I might even order something different. Maybe salad, fresh salad, wings, pastas. You know, I t I, you know, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna do that. I'm gonna put down the pizza. I'm gonna slowly back away. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna order one of my favorite subs. I get, they have these oven baked subs that are fantastic. The chicken parm sub, stellar. Every single time I order from Hungry Howie's, that's what I'm getting. You can do this too. Download the Hungry Howie's app right now. Order online. Check out their daily deals and earn yourself a free pizza. Hungry Howie's, the delivery and carryout experts since 1973. Download the app right now. Your attention. Can I have your attention, please? I think we're gonna have a problem here. You almost caused accidents. Are you out of your mind? Okay, you know what? Grumpy Chunk busts through the door. Company's management hits the floor. All the suits know what's in store. What's in store? Are you out of your mind? Grumpy Chuck just gets hot. 24 hours later, he gets hot. He's ready to take over, but he's too tired. Are you out of your mind? You couldn't wait? <laughs> Loser! You couldn't wait? Are you out of your mind? You couldn't wait? T-Ray. Every moment perfectly crafted. Somewhere in between the items on the long list of life's to-dos, there exists a small sliver of time. At C-Ray, we understand how vital this time is for you. How a weekend afternoon with the water stretched out before you is the most rewarding part of your week. It is the understanding that defines everything we do. C-Ray is the world's largest boat manufacturer of superior quality yachts, sports boats, bow riders, cabin cruisers, deck boats, and more. Find yours today. Find yours today. For more information, www.cray.com. C-Ray. C-Ray. Every moment perfectly crafted. C-Ray. Subscribe, like, follow, share. Tell people you like your podcast, Grumpy. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. So 
thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you again for listening to the Grumpy Chunk Podcast. I am your humble servant, Grumpy Chunk. I want to thank you for uh, checking us out on the YouTube and also the Facebook page. Uh, you're, you're just type it in, Grumpy Chunk, and it, there, there it goes. It's going to come up. It's going to pop up. Also, if you want to get an email in here, the Grumpy Chunk Podcast at gmail.com, or you can hit us on Twitter at the Grumpy Chunk. Not a lot of action on the Twitter. I can tell you right now, I got a ton of emails. We got a ton of uh, action on the YouTube and a ton of action on the Facebook, but Twitter, nobody cares. It just seems like nobody cares, which is fine, whatever. And one last thing is I forgot to tell you about some of the other things we have coming up in today's program, because today's program is chock full of entertainment value. Uh, I'm telling you, you're getting what you pay for. (laughs) News in my pants and uh, an email of the day for sure. That's that's also coming up. (sighs) And I've been putting this off. I have been putting this off. I don't want to do this. I don't. I don't want to do this. But my consultants, they said to me, they said, grumpy. Just give it a chance. Just give just give a movie review a chance. Mr. Tan, because he flew in this week from his home in Houston. How about that? And we went out to lunch. He's having this. Let me tell you something. This is how Mr. Tan orders lunch. Okay. We went to a Mexican re- restaurant, right? At the restaurant, he doesn't order like the plate. He doesn't say, okay, well, I like the chimichanga, you know, a platter or whatever. He just says, okay, I would like a plate of meat. I'd like a plate of tomatoes. I'd like a plate of sour cream. I'd like a plate of lettuce. I'd like a plate that has the taco shells on it, not filled. The waiter's looking at us. He's like, well, you can buy this. And he's like, no, 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 this is what I want. I can make my own. Thank you. I was like, what the? Okay, whatever, man. And then I ordered a platter. And I asked him about it. I said, why would you order like that? He says, well, because I like to build it myself. Okay. Everybody has their quirks. But this is what he says to me. He's eating his taco. And he said, Mr. Tan, my consultant, he says to me, grumpy, let me tell you something. People love the movie reviews. And you refusing to do the movie reviews means people aren't going to like you. People need to like the grumpy. People need to like the chunk. You got to do it. We'll sponsor it. We'll do whatever you do. Pick any movie. It doesn't matter. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay, fine, 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 fine. Fine. I just agreed to him because I just, you know, I've, I've been hearing him on the calls. I've been hearing him. Now he, now he flew in from Houston to sit down with me and have this conversation. Okay. <sighs> okay. So I broke down and I'm going to do a movie review. Mickey Dolan, do I have like an intro for this or do I just start going? Oh, there's an intro. Okay, let's hear it. It's starting to smell a little like danger in here. Little Ham says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. I am just a figment of your imagination. Hang on a minute, lads. Don't you know it's time for the movie review? What the? Heavy metal Smeagol? What? Don't you know it's time for the That's it. <laughs> Let me tell you, this movie review segment is already doomed. I'm telling you right now. Okay, so here's what we got going on. Movie review time with Grumpy Chunk. Here we go. The movie I chose was Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. History prefers legends to men. It prefers nobility to brutality. Soaring speeches to 
quiet deeds. History remembers the battle and forgets the blood. Whatever history remembers of me, if it remembers anything at all, it shall only be a fraction of the truth. For whatever else I am, a husband, a lawyer, a president, I shall always think of myself as a man who struggled against darkness. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Think about that. 2012 movie from Tim Burton. Let me tell you something. A buddy of mine suggested this movie because he said it was awesome. I'm like, all right. You know what? Since, since I've never seen it before, I'm going to do it. All right? So this movie is really dark. It's very dank. It's very, 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 very dark. I mean, the, the sh- it's all shadows. It's pretty much. It's a, it's a vampire movie, right? It's supposed to be a horror movie. What we do, we do not for one man, but for the good of all mankind. Because Abe Lincoln, you know, had a British accent. But here, So here's the deal. After seeing his mom being killed by a vampire at age nine, Abraham Lincoln is scarred. I'd be scarred too. You'd be scarred. I'd be scarred if I saw my mom being killed by a vampire. Then later, when he becomes president of the United States, instead of dealing with the southern states leaving the Union, he finds that vampires are plotting to take over the United States. So he makes it his mission to put an end to that. If vengeance is all you seek, seek it elsewhere. So Abraham Lincoln, he grabs his axe. And now he's like, he's throwing it around like he's Aragorn, son of Arathorn, the right ruler of Middle-earth, taking on the evil forces of orcs from Mordor. I mean, this guy's swinging it around. Not like a lumberjack swinging. I mean, like a samurai or a Jedi master. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is like 1861, and this guy's throwing it around like a Jedi master, like he's Yoda. Power, Lincoln. Real power. Comes not from hate, but from truth. Also... I've seen a lot of documentaries, a lot of documentaries on Abe Lincoln during my life. None of them, and I mean none of them, ever suggested he was a vampire hunter. And the closest documentary that I saw, he was an alien from another world, but that was on the History Channel. And since nobody really counts documentaries or anything has to do with history on the History Channel anymore, that probably doesn't really count, right? Okay. So a buddy of mine suggested that I see this movie because he said the movie was absolutely awesome. All right. Now, normally I would give a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down to movies, right? Uh, I guess, because this is my first one, so I don't know if I'm giving it a thumbs up, thumbs down, stars, I don't know, raspberries, it doesn't really matter. I, I, I will tell you what conclusion I have come to. I've come to the conclusion that my buddy has no taste. That movie was stupid. Flat out stupid. <laughs> I mean, what's next? Millard Fillmore? Mad Scientist? Oh, oh, Zachary Taylor? Chupacabra Assassin? Richard Nixon, the ultimate plumber, Chester A. Arthur, zombie poacher. No, you know what? <laughs> FDR, American badass. That's what I'm talking about right there. Set Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter aside. I'm going to tell you about a movie that I found that was, that was really stupid, but meant to be stupid. It was awesome. So this brings us to our next movie review. Because after watching this horrible Abe Lincoln movie, I needed a movie that portrayed a president a little closer to the truth, and I found it in FDR, 
America badass. Badassery is not born, but often thrust upon you. The film you are about to see is dedicated to badasses everywhere. If you have to ask yourself if you are one, you're probably not. Sincerely, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. So FDR, America Badass, 2012 movie from uh, director Garrett Brothwith, Browith, 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 and starring Barry Bostwick. This movie was flat out stupid. Just really a flat out stupid movie. And it was meant to be stupid. Movies like Spaceballs, Blazing Saddles, Flash Gordon, these movies are meant to be fun and stupid and not take themselves too seriously. This movie did not take itself at all seriously. Not like Abraham Lincoln, uh, Vampire Hunter. That kind of took itself kind of seriously because Tim Burton was in charge. But FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, American Badass, this movie did not take itself seriously at all. It was meant to be fun and stupid, that's what it brought. It brought the stupid. It brought the fun. If you're sniffing glue again, I swear to God, I'll beat you with a fat man's belt and wheel over you repeatedly until you bleed out of your eyes, nose, and ears. This movie brings in it. Also, let me tell you, this movie does bring mo- stupid to a whole new level. If I would have smoke blown up my ass, I would have spread my cheeks and jammed a whistling teapot up there. I mean, it tells the story. Get this. It tells the story of FDR and how he caught polio. He caught polio from a werewolf bite. I mean, come on. That's just, that's just stupid to begin with, right? But the werewolves, it's even, it gets better. The werewolves are set by Nazi Germany. And now Franklin Delano Roosevelt has to get in his wheelchair and go kick some Nazi ass. I mean, it's so stupid. And the government gives him this wheelchair. It's filled with machine guns and stuff like that. And he's off hunting Nazi werewolves in Germany and Italy. I'm a motorcycle of death. I ain't got no sidecar. It's way more believable. Than Abraham Lincoln going after vampires with an axe. I can see, <laughs> I can see FDR. Oh, nothing to fear about fear itself. How is that right, Nazis? I mean, he's just really no retreat, no f- surrender. So there you go, FDR, American Badass, 2012 movie uh, with uh, Barry Bostwick. That's the star of that. If you don't know who Barry Bostwick is, when you see him, you go, oh, that guy. <laughs> that's how that's gonna go. And that's it. That is Grumpy Chunks movie review. To recap, Abe Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, stupid, dumb, waste of time. FDR, American Badass, stupid, dumb, a total waste of time. It's starting to smell a little like danger in here. Little Hand says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. I am just a figment of your imagination. Hang on a minute, lads. Heavy metal Smeagol? What? You You loaded idiot! People ask. Hold your ears, folks. What is it like to drive with Grumpy Chunk? It's showtime. Drive my car. You're gonna take it really far. Baby, you better mother get a out of my way before I fucking honk, you mother 
Judas Rock and Priest is going on around here. Does that answer your question? Subscribe, like, follow, share. Tell people you like your podcast, Grumpy. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. Let's just get into it. Hungry Howie's, home of the original flavored crust pizza. Choose from eight mouth-watering crust flavors. Butter, butter cheese, Asiago cheese, ranch, onion, Cajun, sesame, garlic herb. Order anything from pizza to fresh salad, wings, and pasta. My favorite, of course, is the chicken parm of bake sub as the french canadians would say magnifique or something like that download the hungry howies app now order online check out their daily deals and earn yourself a free pizza hungry Howie's, the delivery and carry out experts since 1973 this podcast is feeling the chunk grumpy chunk Thank you once again for listening to the Grumpy Chunk program, podcast, show, whatever. I am your host, Grumpy Chunk, producer extraordinaire, Mickey Dolan behind the board, and uh, Mr. Scott, the intern, uh, running the YouTube and the uh, Facebook channel. Also the Twitter, which we're probably going to give up, right? Because nobody cares about Twitter anymore. Is that it? And today, news in my pants, brought to you by Rustoleum. Does your home have tile, stone, grout? It needs to be sealed right now. Don't wait. Because if you do then you're asking yourself for uh, to have stains and build up and a bunch of trouble up in there. So stop stains and build up right now. Protect your tile, stone, and grout with Miracle Sealants 511. That's Miracle Sealants 511 by Rust-Oleum. Pick it up today at your local Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, or wherever Rust-Oleum is sold. Stop being lazy. Do it right now. Stop being lazy. I'm talking to you. You have a tile project you've been planning? Miracle Sealants 511. Do it right now. Pick it up today on your way home from your job. All right. The news must blow. The news can't dance. We're going to take some news from my pants. Oh, news in my pants. I got news in my pants. Oh, news in my pants. I got news in my pants. Oh, news in my pants. I got news in my pants. News in my pants. I got news in my pants. So both stories today, uh, two stories in news in my pants uh, deal with metal. Well, actually, one deals with metal. The other one deals with Kid Rock. You're just talking crazy, fat man. First story. A British newspaper called the Daily Star had an article about the correlation between heavy metal uh, and fat people. According to uh, these guys, heavy metal makes us all heavy. Loud rock is linked to craving fatty foods. So anyone who listens, apparently, to metal, uh, you need the Twinkies, you need the Ding Dongs. Holy mother of Buddha, did you get fat? The more metal you listen to, the fatter you are, which... (laughs) I guess that would explain me. That's why I'm so large. I can't get through the door. Uh, that's my issue. My favorite metal bands. Iron Maiden, number one. The best metal band in the world. Then you got Judas Priest, Black Sabbath, Ozzy, Dio, Megadeth. Those are my top five, right? And I am I am large. I am a large man. I can't get through the door. I need like four doors to get through. It's funny. Every time I listen to Iron Maiden, I always crave the fatty foods. I always do. I think to myself, man, I need something fat. I need to get fatter. Every time I listen to Maiden, Rhyming the Ancient Mariner, that's a 15-minute song. During those 15 minutes, I get 15 minutes fatter. I must have a buffet. That sounds not good. <laughs> now I know. Now I know all I got to do is listen to something else. Well, what are we going to listen to? The article goes on. By the way, the article goes on to say, get this, that if you listen to classical music, then you're probably a vegan, which I, that would explain Moby. So that's what I need to do. If you want to lose weight, listen to classical music, put on some Bach, put on some Mozart or something like that. If you want to continue to girth up and and really kind of bulk up and get yourself really fat, uh, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, Dio, I like it. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. 
Okay, so here we go. Story number two. Literally. You know, can I tell you, you can say a lot of things about Kid Rock. Uh, music is not one of them. Let me tell you, I'll tell you that right now. But I guess he has this bar, restaurant in Nashville. It's called, uh, I think it's called Kids Rock, Kid, Kid Rock's Badass Barbecue or something like that, right? It doesn't matter. What does matter is that Nashville police were called one night to Kid Rock's Badass Barbecue because some guy got wicked drunk. Now, it's a, it's a bar, and this probably happens at bars all over the United States. Some guy gets loaded, and he can't control himself. So what's he do? He whips out his colostomy bag and starts rolling around like a lasso. Okay, you. Check for poop. Uh, but this And this happened at Kid Rock's Badass Barbecue. Uh, the problem was it was a full colostomy bag. Now, a colostomy bag is one of those things where you, you, it's, a, it's a bag with poop in it, you know, and you're not, you're not supposed to take it off and whip it around like, uh, like it's a last. Everybody and every creature has to poop sometimes. This is not good because it throws poop everywhere. There's poop everywhere. The dude was arrested and charged. Kid Rock was not hurt. Kid, Kid Rock wasn't even around, which is surprising. Poop boy, baby, with the toilet seat down and the poop bag swinging. Poop boy, baby, Nashville chilling with a poop bag dripping. Poop boy, baby, swinging out my poopy patrons afraid. Poop boy, baby, I can smell poop from a few feet away. You're just a little poop of a man. And that's the way the poop poops. And there you go. There you go. <laughs> oh man okay that's it for news in my pants the news must blow the news can't dance we're gonna take some news from my pants oh news in my pants i got news in my pants oh news in my pants i got news in my pants oh news in my pants i got news in my pants news in my pants i got news in my pants Things are about to get grumpy. Another uh, grumpy chunk dream. I did. I, you know what? I gotta tell you, I have these weird dreams in the middle of the night. But I've had this reoccurring nightmare over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over and over again. I'm a train engineer, and I'm on a big train, and it's like a mile long. Just driving that train. I'm a train engineer, and I keep going, and I keep going, and I keep going, and I'm chugging, and I'm chugging, and I'm chugging. And in front of me, I see a car in the tracks. 600 tons of pure steel, a mile long. I can't stop. There's no brakes. The brakes aren't there. The brakes aren't working. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. There's a car in front of me. And as I look, as the car comes closer and closer and closer, what do I see? But me, I'm in that car. How can I be in that car when I'm also in the train? I'm the train engineer, but I'm in that car. My car's broken down. What am I going to do? I'm going to, oh my God. And I woke up (sighs) thanking God that that dream is over. But I got to tell you. Playing with that horn was cool. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. 
subscribe, like, follow, share. Tell people you like your podcast grumpy. It's the Grumpy Chunk Show. Welcome back to the Grumpy Chunk program. Mr. Mickey Dolan, once again, uh, another fine, fine uh, job on the boards today. And uh, tell Scott, the intern, that uh, my coffee is now cold. All right. So, <laughs> man, that, that makes me sound like a jerk. Ah, no, it's not like that at all. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So uh, in this uh, last, uh, last segment uh, that we're doing today, it is an email of the day. And it's time for <gasps> oh, Grumpy Chunks email of the day. <gasps> oh, now you can email us here at uh, at the Grumpy Chunk program, the Grumpy Chunk podcast at gmail.com. It's easy, right? Get your little fingers going on the keyboard, click, 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 and type in the Grumpy Chunk podcast at gmail.com. And you got a question, you got a concern, you got whatever you got. All right. So this email comes from today's email comes from Freddie in Miami, Florida. It reads, Grumpy, I've heard you talk about living in Florida. I was wondering what your thoughts are about the drivers in Florida. Here in Miami, the tourists are horrible drivers and make the roads unsafe. Great show. Make your podcast longer because my commute is over 50 minutes. I am definitely a chunkaholic. Cheers, Freddie. Uh, okay, well, first, let me... Let me what? Chunkaholic? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? Freddie, thank you for being a chunkaholic. I would I would say go get help for that, but I, I don't know if there's help for that. I guess if you, you are, you are. So thank you. As far as the drivers in Florida goes, okay, look, if you, if you don't live in the state of Florida and you live somewhere else, like in New York or California, I've driven in New York, California. I've driven in Los Angeles. I've driven in, in Louisiana, in Michigan. I've driven pretty much every state... Let's see, Denver, uh, Illinois, the whole Northeast, Texas. I mean, I've, I've driven a lot of places. And let me tell you something about Florida drivers, okay? If you are living in Florida, you're a horrible driver. I can tell you that right now. You are a horrible, horrible, horrible driver. Just because Daytona is in Florida doesn't mean that you are Dale Earnhardt. That's not you. Our studios, I'm going to... I hate saying this because I don't know if it's going to bust my contract or not, but our studios are near NASA and the road outside of NASA, we call the NASA 500 because every time somebody gets out of NASA, man, they hit the floor. It's, it's like, it's like 900 miles an hour. Everybody's passing each other. The big trucks, I mean, the big monster trucks, they're hauling. You got people that are bumper humping, tailgaters in and out, in and out, just like it said, Daytona. And it's ridiculous. And I don't get it. I don't understand. Like if I'm if I'm driving, just just regular driving. I'm leaving the studios and I'm going to my home, which is about 50, uh, 45 minutes away. It's like dog eat dog. Now I've driven in Miami. So Freddie, I get you. Miami, I-95, it's nine lanes each side. Eh, maybe seven lanes, but it's a lot. When I was growing up in Miami, I'll say that, learning to drive 
in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. You had to look ahead of you and behind you and to your sides and know exactly what you're doing, exactly everything around you. You had to keep, be aware of the whole gamut of what's around you. Nowadays, people, it seems like they just point and shoot. If you're going forward, you're good. No, you got to look behind you too because there might be somebody coming up up your rear end, a maniac. And there's a lot of maniacs in Florida. I don't believe it's just the tourists, Freddie. I got to tell you, I don't think it's just the tourists because in New York, New York, they're just angry when they drive. In California, everybody's laid back and you, you see the log jam of California freeways. It's like that. In Miami, it's kill or be killed. In Florida, they come from everywhere, but the natives here are the worst drivers because they think, well, I own the roads and Daytona's here, so I am Kyle Petty. And I'm gone. Mickey Dolan, you've driven with me. And what happens when I drive, right? I'm My my face is out the window and I'm cussing at people. Right? I'm, I I jaw people. And people think, oh, don't do that. Don't do that because you're going to get shot. I, you know what? I don't know. I, I don't, I'm supposed to not yell at a guy because he just clipped me? That's wrong. Just don't, don't be a jerk on the road. But these people, I call them douche racers. They're douche racers. You're a speed racer? Well, they're douche racers. These people are jerks. And yes, we wrote a song about it. You want to hear it? Here it go. Here he comes, here comes the Tracer. He's a face with wheels. He's a face and he's gonna be an asshole behind someone. He's getting on you, so you better look alive. He's raising revving up the powerful douchebag. And when the odds are against him and he's wicked late to the bar, you bet your life, douche racer will be a passing star. Go douche racer, go douche racer, go douche racer, go! He's off and flying and he's gonna have a heart attack. He's jamming down the brakes cause he's looking at the back. I hope there's a stoplight just ahead! Go douche racer, go douche racer, go douche racer, go! All right. So with that said, uh, thank you, Freddie, for the email. Great email. Great email. You too can uh, send an email here to the Grumpy Chunk program. It's the Grumpy Chunk podcast at gmail.com. Just put your little fingers on the keyboard and start typing and uh, you're ready to go. However, with that said, to you, the vast assemblage that is listening land, I appreciate you listening to the Grumpy Chunk podcast today. We must call it a day. And you know what? I got to tell you, what did we learn today? What did we really learn? We learned that uh, Kid Rock, he has a barbecue place where uh, one guy got arrested for throwing poop around. Okay. We learned that uh, the vampire hunter, Abraham Lincoln, uh, that movie sucks. And Abraham Lincoln was never a vampire hunter. We learned that FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, uh, was an American badass. True, true American badass. We learned that heavy metal can get you fat if you listen to enough of it. And also, we learned that the world is full of douche racers. With that said, that's it. Peace, love, happiness, the abstract truth, because that's the only truth that is truthful. Thank you. I now return you to the end of the world, already in progress.